0: I'm George Kaler. This is TeaWithGeorge.com. Before we begin, this is sponsored by the Kaler Wealth Management Group, and we do social security planning. If you're wondering what kind of a benefit to take, you're probably going to be looking at over 2,000 different scenarios. You may not be looking at 2,000, but that's how many there are. How how are you going to make your choice for what's best for you? Give us a call, 434-455. 7197 today i'm with professor steve putney constitutional and, and historical expert and with attorney diane gruber way out there on the left coast and
1: uh, are you getting
0: a snowstorm out there diane
1: oh heck no it is so hot my uh, daffodils have are starting to bloom which is roughly three weeks early Big We've had a, we had a cold spell in early January, and since then it's been un, unseasonably warm. You so. know, I was
0: talking to some of my people. I have medical clinics down in Uganda, and they're record cold during what should be their summer. Th- this is just natural and normal. You know, they, they found dinosaurs, bones and stuff at both the North Pole and the South Pole. Everything around Earth, the, the climate always changes. And people are getting all, hey, it's man-made climate change, let's go on socialism, let's get rid of all the fossil fuels, on and on and on. But it has nothing to do with that. One volcano, in fact, that, that volcano in the Philippines back around 1994, it put out more gases than all of humans put out since humans were created. That's over the course of tens of thousands of years there they are, all this stuff put out by uh, one volcano. And that one in Iceland put out more th- than all humans in the last decade. And it was only four days. Here we are trying to, trying to spend our way out of uh, climate change. It just can't be done. I want to talk about the persecution of Donald Trump. I've never seen anything like it. We know, of course, it's because Donald Trump was just too successful. He made, he made America too great. Since Biden came in, we have our strategic oil reserve, a petroleum reserve. Well, it's not very strategic anymore. Biden sold our petroleum reserves to the Chinese at cut rate prices. And I noticed gas this morning was up about 50 cents per gallon. And uh, I can afford it. I don't know what working class, lower class, I won't say classes, but incomes. What are they going to do with Mr. Biden's increase in the cost of fuel? And we're trying to go from petroleum-fired cars to EVs, and, and it's just not getting it. People are rebelling, especially when they tried to have heat and drive at the same time. They found out that their trip shouldn't last more than 50 miles or so, or else they're going to freeze or they're just going to be stopped along the road, and then they freeze. So we've got that going on. Energy independent. He had the Strategic Petroleum Reserve filled. We were selling fuel to the rest of the world. That's how much we had. Well, this morning, I heard Professor Putney talking about the book of Esther in the Bible, and there was a guy there named Haman. Haman is the all-time villain. And he was in the Persian, I guess, bureaucracy there. He worked under, was it Darius? or Artaxerxes. Artaxerxes. He had different names, the king of Persia. We have, what, four Hamans, so to speak, villains that are trying to undo President Trump's bid to become our president. And they're doing it through what they believe to be legal means, but it's actually illegal means. But Steve, talk to us a little bit about the four Heymans that are there bedeviling President Trump.
2: Well, putting it in context, thanks, George. Putting it in context, yesterday I got to thinking about an inflection point. An inflection point in mathematics is when the parabola turns and goes in the opposite direction. And there are are inflection points in, in life and in history as well, current events. And I think that's what... Is happening now. So thinking about that, and thinking about Esther and Mordecai, and what was happening in the Persian Empire, and Haman, the chief prince—I guess we could call him the prime minister of the kingdom—hated one of King Xerxes' Artaxerxes aides, and that was Mordecai, because Mordecai would not bow to Haman. Now, it yeah, was Trump won't bow to the. Uh... To the deep state. No. Now, not only was there that, that personal grief, Haman, who was a descendant of King Ahag, who was the king of the Amalekites, whom Saul was ordered by God to annihilate, and Saul disobeyed God and did not kill the king, Agag, but Haman is a descendant of Agag. So there's that that comes into play as well. So
0: Haman hated the Jews.
2: Yes, because of what King Saul had done to the Amalekites several uh, centuries prior. He he devised his plan to get rid of Mordecai and all the Jews in the kingdom. He was a very haughty, proud man, but his plan unraveled, and he is the one that hung on the gallows that he had established or had set up uh, Mordecai. And that I got to thinking about that in respect to what's happening to all these cases against Donald Trump. As I said this morning at the Breakfast Club, you have, you have um, Heyman Bragg, Heyman James, <laughs> Heyman Smith, and Heyman Willis, because they, things have turned against all four of them. And just mentioning the last one, Fanny Willis in Fulton County is in a hearing today, not as the, as the prosecutor, but as a defendant. has to answer for how she has been violating the ethical standards of prosecutors in Georgia and using uh, monies from her department to pay her lover, who in turn has paid for her vacations. I mean, it's sticky. But what's the beauty of that? Guess who is there today to sit in that hearing? I hope it's Trump. It's Donald Trump.
1: (laughs) It's Donald Trump? Are you kidding? He showed... I did not know that. Oh, my goodness. That will just make fabulous theater. Oh, absolutely. Good for him.
0: Yeah, I I love movies where the villain gets his in the end. And we have four villains here. You call them Hamas. That's a good term for them because we have people just who blindly hate President Trump. And yes. by the way, I might add there's a, a little coincidence there. They're all Soros appointed or supported. They, they got into office yes. with Soros'
1: money. Yeah, they got their money. Yeah. I don't Soros know money. how many
0: district attorneys and, and attorney generals there are around the country, but a, a huge, a huge number of our attorney generals and, and district attorneys and so on are yes. Soros people. I don't know why the voting public would even would even vote for these people. I guess they don't know who Soros is and they Well, I, you know, I,
1: they well they you know, the media doesn't doesn't, uh, you know, expose what's going on. We are approximately 15% of the American population almost exclusively in uh, the bigger cities is now suffering under Soros DA's who will not prosecute and uh, it just occurred to me you know donald trump is not at that hearing because he, he he wants to be necessarily he has to be criminal defendants have to attend unlike civil cases they have to attend every hearing and that's why they were pushing so hard to get these criminal cases into trial get the trials right. started in march to keep him off the campaign trail trail because he has to be physically in the courtroom they could make allowances for that if they wanted to and let the defendant uh, attend via Zoom. It's done all the time. It's it's just done all the time, but if they're not going to testify on that day. But yeah, he has to be there. Oh, this is just too delicious. I can't wait until he walks out of that courtroom and hear what he has to say.
0: Well, I'm not yeah. sure he's going to have anything to say when Fannie Willis is being uh, investigated here. Is this... Is this, this hearing about her rather yes, than him? That's right.
1: Yes, it, yes it is, but it's still wrapped around his criminal case. So I Indeed, believe that's is. why he has to be there.
2: Well I heard it's Alan, an element, yeah. I heard Alan Dershowitz yesterday, I think it was, saying that not only could Fanny end up being removed as prosecutor of this case, but she could be criminally charged
1: as well. And she could lose her bar license if the uh, Georgia Bar Association is, has any ethics. Right. Uh, Oregon Long l- Bar Association long ago wiped out all their ethics. Uh, especially if you're a known Democrat, a high profile, you can do whatever you want and keep your law license in Oregon. That that happened with the U- uh, Obama appointed the U.S. Uh, attorney Portland, and uh, she did some not only had sex with her uh, one of her subordinates. This was some years ago. This is 2015. She had sex with her subordinate and that was pretty well proven and she lied about it. Now, she should have been disbarred. They suspended her for 3 weeks. She is mm-hmm. now in private practice in or in Portland. I mean, that is disbarrable. Lying to the lying to the investigators uh, uh, and so forth. Oh, she lied to the FBI. So the FBI could have prosecuted her for lying to the FBI, but they didn't because well, you know, she was an Obama appointee. So there you go
0: last week, who was Bob Herr, who was yes. investigating Mr. Biden for storing his uh, all those classified documents in his garage? <laughs> but he so, said it was locked. okay <laughs> Bob, <my laughs> <garage> was, <laughs> was locked. so
1: was trump's. I, so I, was trump's basement was was double locked and double sealed because Mar-a-Lago has twenty four seven. Security plus Secret Service. That's right. Good
2: point. Those
1: those documents could not have been more secure. there's no way they were could have been more secure that maybe on a military base. You well, know, Diane, it, you they weren't us. in somebody's garage. That the door keeps going up and down when you take your Corvette out of the garage. <laughs> you may have noticed that.
0: Well, Diane, would you please tell us why Bob Hur is not going to move forward with the prosecution of Biden? who was not allowed to have those documents, he could not legally declassify those documents because he was vice president at the time he took them, unlike President Trump, who was president. When he had the the documents, he could declassify them. Biden could not. Now, why is Biden, who's been caught with all damning evidence, why is he not being prosecuted?
1: He's a Democrat. It's just that simple. They're not, and and he's running for re-election. They're not going to prosecute him and and uh, hurt his chances of re-election. They, well, there was, that's a bit, that's a little bit of a bridge too far. On the one hand, I'm I am thoroughly convinced that Robert, Her, the, the the message came from on high, which means Obama. The message came from on high <clears throat> down to Robert Herr. and everybody's been saying he's a Republican. He is not. Okay, he's a good buddies with um, Rosenstein it came on high that he was to basically st- stab a, stab biden in the back politically and you and 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 expose his dementia on an official document even though they don't want him tried they don't want the specter of the president getting in a democrat president getting in trouble uh, they wanted to do enough to hurt his campaign they have a, about another month historically they have another month to get him out of there so there's time for somebody else to step in and 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 put together a decent campaign. He is so far behind in the polls, they are so scared of losing the white house that they're gonna, they're throwing him under the bus. So so it's kind of a double on the one hand they won't prosecute him, but on the other hand they basically killed him politically, I think. They had to use an excuse. You know, remember Hillary Clinton, she should have been prosecuted too in 2016. They didn't prosecute her. They had an excuse for that. Now, it wasn't dementia excuse, but they gave an excuse for not prosecuting. You know, they had to have an excuse. What else was there? No, I mean, I can't think of what else there was. I mean, he was guilty of sin. And by the way, it wasn't just his vice presidential days that he stole documents. He, there were documents clear back to the his senator days in the 1970s. He had taken documents, and the only way a senator could get those documents was stealing them deliberately with a great deal of skill to get them out of the skiff. Because senators are not allowed to have those documents in their office. They have to go into a skiff that is very, very highly regulated. So he must have stuck them in his um, underwear. Underwear. (laughs) Like Sandy Berger did for uh, Clinton, to hide hide Clinton documents.
0: Yeah. Well, Steve, are are they trying to show that Trump is uh, mentally uh, incapacitated as well? What's going on there?
2: The deep state and its lackeys are throwing the kitchen sink, if they could, against Trump, or mud, if you will, to see what will stick and what will not stick. Yes. So far, he's as Patty Schroeder used to say about um, Ronald Reagan, he's made out of Teflon and nothing sticks.
0: I think that Trump, they're trying to make it stick, but if they throw enough at him, he's going to get buried in it, it would seem.
2: It just seems it's it's just like the lily in in, um, in with 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 the pollution and the soot. It just blows right off.
1: Yeah, I think so. And, and you know, do you guys remember Adam Kinzinger? Yes, uh-huh. crybaby, the guy who was bawling at the at the January. He was one of the members of the January sixth committee. I wanted I to mean, throw something
0: it, at the television.
1: <laughs> what I shot what's it. that? <laughs> what's that? You would. <laughs>
0: he made me sick
1: (laughs) well he now has a he now has a, a newsletter on substack i will quote from one of his this is yesterday's article i believe quote donald donald is clearly in mental decline and his ramblings and desperate need for applause is part of the evidence unquote so somebody that likes applause has dementia i mean these people are desperate
2: they
0: are
1: they are at I mean, I like, I mean, who doesn't like applause? I mean, think on that. And do we not know, Donald Trump is just a couple of months older than my husband. There is not one scintilla of, of, of symptoms that my husband or Donald Trump has dementia. There, there just isn't. There's all kinds of 77-year-olds, even 87-year-olds. Well, you know, you're older than my husband there, uh, they're, uh, George, that don't even have a big beginnings of dementia. And so this, but they're just so desperate now that now that there's an official document, basically claiming that uh, Biden is is senile. This is all they can think of. They say, well, okay, Trump's four years younger. Okay, we'll just give that a try. I mean, that's absolutely absurd. I could tell during little old me, I could tell when he when Biden was campaigning that he had the dementia, the beginnings of dementia, the first sign that the family and and friends so forth notice something's wrong with dad or mom is they can't do figures. And usually that comes in the form of bounced checks because he's dad's thinks he's writing a $30 check and he winds up writing a $3,000 check. And then it bounces back. That's when relatives tend to notice. That's the symptom that comes first, at least that people notice. And then it's just downhill from that. Well, in 2019, he, he couldn't do numbers. If you notice some of his, Speeches and and interviews and stuff. Four years ago, he was tripping over simple numbers.
2: Well, he can't so, remember dates.
1: Well, those are numbers, are they not? And right. you know what? Bless his heart, I know he loved his son Bo. He didn't even remember the year. The, the 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 the. Within a couple of years, he couldn't remember. Excuse me. That's only nine years ago. Well, this interview with her was in last October. So. His son had only been dead for eight, barely eight years at that point, and he couldn't pick within two years the the year. That's really something. I'm and he couldn't remember when when he was president. Uh, excuse me, vice president. I could tell you off the top of my head, January two thousand nine to to uh, January of twenty seventeen, and so could you, George, and so could you, Steve. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's yeah. Uh,
0: something else uh, that really bothers me: Majorca is going to be. Impeached. He was. He won't be convicted because no. the Senate's not going to convict him. They need a two-thirds no. majority. And mm-hmm. and Michael, he he could he could rape nuns on TV and not be convicted. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hispanic nuns.
0: <laughs> well, the the Senate is not going to. Uh, okay, Diane, calm down. The Senate is not going to uh, convict him. But I saw something the other day from the border, and it was. Some of the Chinese guests that are coming in, <laughs> and I don't know why we have such a huge preponderance of Chinese lately. Even 60 Minutes said the main the main people coming in now, greatest number, are Chinese, military-aged men. One of them, I don't know why he was detained. They're not supposed to be detained or anything, it appears. But he had military papers on him, And it also gave, we had the Chinese translation on it, was the meeting points where the Chinese are to, once they're separated at the border, how they get back together, where the places are, what the coordinates are, and so on, for them to do whatever's gonna be done when the signal is given. Americans, I I don't know what it is, uh, that we are so stupid that, you know, what was it, 20 Muslims, created all the havoc on September 11, yes. back in 2001. What are 100,000 Chinese soldiers going to do?
2: Yeah, you know, I heard Laura Ingram say, I think it was last night, that, I don't remember the exact number, but it was in excess of 20,000 Chinese military age men have entered, crossed the border since January 1 of this year.
1: Well, you what? know what? They're bringing them in through Canada now. It isn't just the southern border; it's our northern border. That's true. They're bringing them in more and more. I don't know the numbers, but it's not a trickle. Lord, the the gates in up north too. You know, one of the values, though, I know that he will not be uh, convicted in the Senate, Majorcas, But the value of of the of this proceeding is it will be televised. We'll see. More, uh, more, more more people will be interested in watching the proceedings than they might have been, you know, watching some of his stupid, I mean, his testimony, the man makes my flesh crawl, because he's such a sociopath, such a pathological liar. He holds his nose up so high, he can barely look down at the papers on his, on his desk. Because he's so arrogant and, and dismissive when the House and the Senate uh, members, our elected representatives, are asking him questions, he's supposed to be working for us, but he doesn't. He he doesn't think he is, you know. So, but I think this 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 hearing will really they'll be bringing out more of the numbers, more of the the devastation that's been caused the last three years. So that's the value of impeaching him. We have about five minutes
0: to go or so on this, and it's, <laughs> here we are moaning and complaining about what's going on, but complaining about what we what is now exposed and the whole American public can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. What really got me was uh, the CDC report on how they had hidden the evidence on cardiovascular problems that have been brought about by the vaccinations. Well, I mentioned already that in my industry, part of it is the insurance industry, and on how actuaries are really concerned about the insurance buying age, mainly 30 to 60, and how they have a huge increase in mortality of those who have been vaccinated. Well, the problem is, if they raise the prices of for life insurance on people who have been vaccinated – and the government has forced them to be vaccinated. Well, the government, of course, is going to come down on the insurance companies. So how are they going to charge more? For instance, they charge smokers more because smokers die earlier. Yeah. But no problem. Smoking is out of vogue and you shouldn't do it. Everybody knows that. Well, the vaccines, a lot of people are still saying, you know, go get vaccinated. In fact, the other day on an app we have called Nextdoor, where neighbors uh, just commune with each other and you find a handyman in my area who's trustworthy and so on. The other day, somebody posted, it's time to wear masks again, get vaccinated. And I put down about two friends I lost, wives of husbands uh, who are good friends of mine. The ladies got vaccinated and were dead within two weeks. One of severe dementia, the evidence of just blood clots, just, just like that after the vaccination. So and the CDC is now admitting the problem. But what's going on? We're still being urged, wear masks, get vaccinated. Such a disconnect. It's part of the death wish. <laughs> Whose death wish? I don't want to die.
2: <clears throat> well, Proverbs chapter, chap, Proverbs chapter 8, verse 28, the whole chapter is on wisdom. And in the last verse of that chapter says, all those that hate me, meaning wisdom, and who's the source of all wisdom? God. All those that hate me love death. There is a death wish of those on the left side of the spectrum.
0: Well, they're wishing Not for, for-
2: themselves, but for us. Oh, for
1: yeah. us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: they're pulling a Haman, if you will. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You well- know, it's really interesting. I... There's this one gal that has been commenting on a number of my articles recently, and and old articles too, not just the recent ones, but the but she's apparently been perusing through my my Substack, going back to older articles, and then she writes something, a comment, and so forth. So I've been dialoguing a little bit with her, not too much, but a little bit. And what is fascinating about her is she has such blinders on she absolutely in her comments you can tell she has bought into everything and when i respond back i said well you know don't take my word for it in you know in my articles just c- click on the links just click on Thank the you. links because i back up most of my articles where i claim xyz is backed up by by something somebody else has written or stats or something and she says no she refuses she refuses no. to to she refuses to check what I've said. Instead, she just comments that I'm full of it and, and calls me all, all kinds of things. She told uh, me she was attack. gonna turn well, she told troll. me she was what? gonna turn me in. Can't you and so block I her? I asked her well, who are you gonna turn me into. You
0: know, so can anyway. you block her? I mean, she's just a troll. Uh you don't need no, trolls. No,
1: no, I wasn't interested in block her, and it doesn't, it doesn't I I only mention her because I'm afraid. There's a whole lot of people like that, and they vote. So they want, my attitude is, that woman will be in the gulag sitting next to me. She's not going to be any more protected when, when the left takes power and we've lost our bill of rights. She is no more protected than I will be. I may be into the gulag you know, a, a year before her, but we will all be literally serfs. When the, when the totalitarianism takes over. And she doesn't understand that.
0: A lot of people forget that the brown shirts were the first people that Hitler eliminated. They did yeah, after they did his
1: dirty work the- for him. Bingo! Exactly! I, I haven't said that to her yet. The next time she comments about something, I, I will come back and say, well, you and I will be in the gulag together. And I didn't mean that necessarily. Literally, Most we might be standing up against each by each other in front of the wall and shot together, you know, that kind of thing. No, but I mean... Or a completely, uh, once we go to digital uh, currency, both of us will maybe starve to death. You
2: That's know. where they'll get it. That's it. Yeah. Here, yeah. Not the bullets, yeah. but Yeah, the they're not bread. protected. In
0: fact, yeah. they'll be the first to go. Here's a quote from Jesus. There are none so blind as those who will not see. You're showing yeah. her stuff, but she won't look at it because she wants yeah. to stay blind. In her She's bubble. comfortable in her mm-hmm. blindness. Well, We're at the end of this already. Uh, I'm not sure we scratched the surface on some of these issues, but I think everybody, radio listening audience out there, share this with your friends. And Steve? But if I can make one final
2: comment here, and back to the story about Esther, even when it appears bleak and dark, people that are obedient and do what's right, there's an inflection point and the victory's not lost.
0: I love that. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening, and Professor Steve Putney and Attorney Diane Gruber, thank you for joining me today. Goodbye, everybody.